Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic Berto is your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How are my peeps doing? How are my peeps doing? Hey, it looks like we're doing fine. I see everybody's online or a lot of you are online so far. Let me get a few things prepped here. And after we get it all prepped, we will be able to start. But how is your day going? Uh, for those of you who listen to my six o'clock show, the phones are working. We finally got the phones up and working. And uh, now we're going to start working. I think I'm going to be working with El Senor Bruce Pollard. We're going to get phones working here as well. Uh, Bruce, we spoke earlier today. I didn't get a chance to uh, to check it out uh, with the, the, the thing that I was going to try today. And, you know, I was going to work on it today. But gosh. The amount of stuff that's just been happening kind of slow the pace down, slow the pace down. But anyhow, we're going to get it up and running. I just want everybody to know that we're going to get it up and running just fine. Anyhow, uh, what's new? What's on the agenda? Today's show is titled, and let me put it on the screen, Top Two Senators, a traitor. And I don't like to use words like this. But when you see this video, I think you're going to agree. Unfortunately so. A traitor and a dummy. Ah, I don't like to use those words, but I had to use that word. And I think you guys are going to see exactly why I felt the need. You remember when, when uh, the guy said, I feel the need for speed. Well, I feel I felt the need to categorize this senator the way he really is. And you know, you sit down and wonder, you know, you, you wonder about businessmen, right? A lot of people like to always talk about business guys, like these guys are generally infallible. Well, you know, I I you know, as a former business guy. I like to believe that, that, you know, we, we are right, you know, but, uh, look guys, when you have a businessman like the pillow guy, when you have a Senator who was a, a biz, a millionaire businessman, uh, as well, you sit down and you wonder, um, is this all that we really have? I want you to think about that. These are the guys that we put our faith in. Is this really all that we have? I tell you, folks, I'm concerned. But you'll see a little bit later. Anyway, the title of the show, two GOP senators, a traitor and a dummy, a danger uh, to the world. Russia wants Tucker Carlson. Anyhow, let's start with uh, welcoming all our peeps in the house. We Whoa, we got everybody here. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Michael Rutten, welcome aboard. Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard. Alistair Waters is in the house. Alistair, I missed you at 6 in the morning. I know it's too much to tell you folks to be up at 6 in the morning, those who are not commuting. But the one day that you didn't show, Alistair, we had phones. And I know the Houston metropolitan area, the Harris County, Montgomery County, uh, Galveston County, Waller County, they wanted to hear your voice, Alistair, but we had like seven or eight people called, or maybe more, this morning, 
Uh, some of them got dropped, but you know, it's all working. I could see them here calling in. So, you know, if you have the word, wasn't talking, but listen, brother, wasn't talking, but listen. Okay. Mike Cisak is in the house as well. And we also have, let me get up there. Lee Grant is here. Bruce Pollard is here. Bridge MCP is here. And did I call out Rudnan and who did I miss? Did I miss anybody? I hope I did not. If I missed you, please go ahead and put it there. You had a rough morning. I am so sorry. Uh, let's all give our positive affirmations to our beautiful Alistair Waters. Alistair, positive affirmations. I Look, I get you, girl. I get you, girl. All right, Michael says, ABC 15 Arizona, Disney sues DeSantis and Oversight Board after vote to nullify agreement with special taxing district. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts on Monday sued Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his hand-picked Oversight Board accusing the Republican 2024 presidential prospect of weaponizing his political power to punish the company for exercising its free speech rights. The lawsuit was filed in federal court minutes after the board appointed by DeSantis to oversee Disney's specialized taxing district sought to claw back its power from the entertainment giant voting to invalidate an agreement struck between Disney and the previous board in, fe in February just before the board uh, dissolution. Rant incoming, I swear nearly everything DeSantis has done while in office to push a culture war agenda has backfired badly. Talking on Florida's largest employer and primary tourist attraction over the don't say gay bill was probably his second biggest mistake right after the criminal human trafficking debacle to, debacle to Martha's Vineyard. Hey, conservatives, is pissing everyone off nearly worth the damage done? The Republicans are selecting groups to other uh, groups to other. I think you mean to otherize, permitting conservatives to hate, then kicking down upon those othered groups, which the hope with the hope that enough conservatives will act their worst against those hated groups suffering in the goal. Why? It's a distraction from the Republican uh, plutocratic economic position of widening wealth inequality. It's horrible and losing political strategy, especially among young people who refuse to play such an evil game. Folks, I think it's deeper than that, Rudnin. I think we have a psychopathic spew. But because everybody follows the piper, I think they're following the piper. I think Ron DeSantis is a genuine nar narcissist and, 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 uh, and psychopath not far removed from Donald Trump. The only difference is he is intelligent. Donald Trump is sick in the mind. He's sick and he's dumb. But Ron DeSantis is not dumb. Ron DeSantis is very smart. But what they're doing is they think that hate sells. And to some extent, if you look at the election and how Donald Trump got the several million votes more than Hillary Clinton got in winning 2016, he may be trying to calculate something here that he hoped would win. Unfortunately, it won't. I, Berto, you're going to talk about RT and propaganda. Yes, I am. So I'm going to leave that one alone, my dear brother, Rudnan. So I'm going to leave that particular one that you have there. Now, let's go to uh, the one from Bri. Let's see. Well, you have some other stuff in here. Please read this one out. The messed up part about RT is that before the whole invasion of Ukraine, they used to have some of my favorite hosts like Lee Camp, Tom Hartman, Chris Hedges, Larry King, Abby Martin, Ed Schultz, and the Ed Schultz, unfortunately, that, and they were completely unfiltered. 
The best propaganda is true. If you're a rival nation trying to sow dissent, you just need to look at the division within your opposing nation, then amplify instances where your rival done uh, something uh, wrong. If your nation is wise and or has a sufficient progressive in office, they will seek to remedy the issues that are causing uh, the division through social justice efforts and quell the propaganda. If your nation is foolish and or you have partisan demagogues, bigots running your politics, they'll be cracked. Now, let me tell you something about RT because, you know, RT gave all those people access because those people, good people, Chris Hedges, Larry King, well, Larry King is a special situation, A.B. Martin, Ed Schultz, they were all from the left pretty much attacking neoliberals who are the ones who most have issues with Russia. So in effect, Russia could leave them unfettered. They could leave my brother, um, uh, uh, Tom Hartman and Lee Camp. They could... They, they wanted Lee Camp and them to really put down the system as much as possible. But don't ever think that if they came out real hard against Russia on any issue, Russia would not behave exactly as America would behave with folks that are talking about things they don't want them to talk about. I mean, it's they're all the same, really. You know, I mean... People like to behave, and you know, this is where Trump was right. And I hate to say this, but one time Trump asked, uh, one time folks told Trump, but you know, they kill their, their reporters or they kill their, their, their journalists or whatever, you know. And the United States, you know, Trump says, we kill people too. We kill the people we don't like to. It sounded bad, but there was some truth to that. And the truth to that is, if you start saying things that people don't like, even if it's true, our system has a way of excommunicating you. I mean, if, if I were to get extraordinarily popular with the belief system that all of us here or most of us on the progressive side share, they would find a way to shut me down just for the sake of now. Somebody like Lee Camp, who can't get onto YouTube and or any other platform now because of the things that he's he said, is what kind of you know? I mean, uh, some so, sometimes which is better, death or the inability to exist in the platform you want to exist. When I say in the platform, I'm not talking YouTube or whatever, but in the able in 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 a manner to promote your message. My, my theory is that you just have to do it in a manner that goes under current. But it is important for us to understand uh, what happened. I didn't realize that, uh, that, that, that he got his channel back on YouTube. Lee Camp did get his back. Maybe the three-month suspension. Because the way, the way it works in YouTube, if you're suspended for, let's say, you, you, you get several strikes, community strikes. They throw you off. And if your appeal fails, that is, they throw you off and you have a certain amount of time before you can actually come back on. So he may have uh, gotten that time to come back on. The problem is if he's going to continue doing what he's doing, you know, the community strikes can come back again and knock him off again. So I don't know uh, what's going on there, but, you know, find out. So anyway. 
Next one uh, from uh, Bridge MCP. Before reading Egberto, can you put this on the screen? Your wish is my command. So I will put it on the screen ahorita mismo. Así que tienes a DeSantis que está corriendo. Mickey Mouse está corriendo atrás de, 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 de DeSantis. Y DeSantis está corriendo, 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 corriendo. Y lo está pañando. Get the hell out of my park, you homophobe. It's Mickey Mouse running after DeSantis. Ah, that's a beautiful, cute one. But anyhow, here it goes. Uh, here is a reading. Like I said, like I'm following instructions. He told me to put that up before I read. Here we go. Disney sues Florida Governor Ron DeSantis claiming government retaliation. The Walt Disney Company has filed a lawsuit against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other officials. That's the same thing that that uh, that Rudnan posted, but good enough that you have the screen. So you got the screen and Rudnan got the piece. All right, Lee Grant, how are you doing, my brother? Bruce is in the house. Alistair, I think I saluted all of you. Pay that phone bill with real money, not sovereign debt. Oh, Hayes, you got to love you, Hayes. You got to love you, Hayes. You got to love you, Hayes. Michael Runners at 6 a.m. LOL. I still don't wake up until 11 a.m. Egberto, hope you're getting a good night's sleep. I go to sleep a bit earlier now because I got to wake up to prep for the show. I try to prep the night before, but you know what happens sometimes. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? May Wood is in the house. May, I got your pictures. I am so proud. May was doing his activist duty. Why he missed two of our shows. That's great, brother. He says, hello, everyone, and good afternoon. I'm fresh back from the state capital in Sacramento, where we were lobbying for affordable housing and into evictions and homelessness. I was the ACCE. Help me with these acronym, guys. What the hell is ACCE? And is there something of the ACCE something? I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Melanie Kalen says, greetings to everybody else. Michael says, Ted Cruz, I've watched the MSNBC coverage. And between this show and his, his disdain for democracy and Cancun showing his uncaring for his constituencies, I'm amazed that Ted Cruz keeps getting reelected because of the rural areas. We have got to go into the rural areas and show that Ted Cruz is a clear and present danger. We got to do it, folks. We got to show that Ted Cruz is a clear and present danger for those folks in the rural areas. All right. What else have we got here? Mike Cisak says, Maywood, how did it go? How much fantasy planning was there? Fantasy? Well, you know, it's fantasy until it becomes reality. All right. Eric says, Disney need to sue to get money as they are losing patrons due to wokeness and laying off stoop. Disney is not losing a penny. If you think those people who go to Disney are following politics or can believe in this false wokeness that's getting a whole lot of people, I just find it amusing. Woke, woke, woke. The sentence is too intelligent. The problem is that he finds the people who follow him not too intelligent, so he simplifies things. Woke, woke, whatever you want it to mean. Come on, folks, grow up. My brothers and sisters, grow up. All right. 
Uh, Carl Cox says, Mike Cisek, there is no child slavery ring run by Democrats, conservatives. Yes. And Maywood says, I keep sending the pictures you wanted of the races and the pictures from the rally on the steps of the Capitol, but I keep running into trouble. Send them like three or four at a time because the one that came through, I think you only send like three. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hayes, Egberto, those leftists who used to be on RT before the invasion of Ukraine as their platform for getting a message out, they covered U.S. news and were largely anti-corporate in their coverage. Yes, they were. As in the aggregate, it was our corporations doing the worst things. Of course, I agree with you. And you're telling me that Lee Camp is back on YouTube. I'm glad to hear that. I didn't know. Uh, Lee Camp is still on YouTube. Free, fee free to check him out after. Uh, feel free to check him out after the show. I will. Thank you, sir. And Bridget Mississippi, same as Michael Rudnan, TY. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? E2247, welcome aboard. Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. We have a lot of folks in the chat today. Uh, Jerome Patterson, don't worry. They can tune into Russia State TV and see him there. I love you, Jerome Patterson. I love how that comes out. Carl Cox says, DeSantis has turned his state into fascist state, wants to be president of America, so he can do the same. Eric Hayes wants a fascist America. See how it works in reverse, Eric? Be careful. Be careful, be careful, be careful. The world, uh, let's see what else we need. Uh, the world of us all needs to escape the hold of materialism. The low level of humanity's consciousness mixed with nuclear weapons and escalating climate chaos is a dire state of affairs. And that is from E2247, which leads me, E2247, into Ron Johnson. All right? I want you guys to listen to this great intellectual millionaire businessman. All right. Let's. I actually found that chart of yours somewhat comforting for at least America. When you take a look at uh, the mortality risk, again, these are all projections. I don't, I don't put any stock in them whatsoever. In terms of excess deaths, a warming globe is actually beneficial in my own state. Your, your study shows that uh, we'd have a reduction mortality of somewhere between 54 and 56 people per, I guess it's 100,000. Why, why wouldn't we take comfort in that? Uh, so thanks for the question, uh, Senator Johnson. And what the work shows and the, the chart is uh, that the effects of climate change are going to be very unequal. Uh, and absolutely, uh, Wisconsin, Chicago, where I, uh, where I live, the reduction in cold days, the benefits from that will outweigh uh, the damages from the hot days. But if you look more carefully at that, there's large swatches of the country uh, where the damages will be much larger. Uh, and in fact, I... I but, but again, but again if you want to balance it If you want to balance it all out globally, if you're trying to mitigate harm globally, isn't it true that... The number of deaths, according to this Lancet study, the number of deaths caused by heat are 600,000 per year. Deaths caused by cold are 4.5 million annually. So, I'm so the, the fact, in terms of global health, in terms of excess death, we're actually in a better position to prevent death by having the climate increase in temperature a little bit, so, right? Uh, Senator, I'm not familiar with that study. What I am familiar with is my study. Uh, your characterization of it is incorrect. Well, your, your study is very favorable to my state. 
Uh, our, our mortality declines uh, uh, per hundred thousand. Wisconsin uh, will benefit in terms of mortality. There are forty nine other states in the United States. Uh, <laughs> many of them uh, will suffer. Uh, many of them will suffer more than Wisconsin will gain. Uh, and that is the that is the nature of climate change. It's very unequal. Uh, According to your study, you're concerned if you're in the really hot region of, of Africa, but in terms of the United States and most of Europe, we're in pretty good shape. We're all blue. We have reduced risk of death. Um, I want you guys to understand something. This guy's serious, first of all. Uh, the senator is serious. But here's the thing. And this is what I talk about when you have a simplistic mindset. Look, the average American person, they are not writing policy. They are not creating things that uh, the, the, uh, we elect leaders to do the heavy lift, right? And when you have a leader that has no idea or interest in informing himself, let me just unpack something that he said there that I found distressing. He talks about, wait, heat causes a million and something worth of death. I'm going to take his, I will take his word. All right, I'll take his, I'll take his numbers for what it's worth. Okay, I'll assume that it's right. I don't think it is, but it's assume. So about 6,000 something people die, he says, from cold in the world every year. Of course, we know because the cold countries, I guess, are most of the rich countries and a lot of people don't die from cold that we know of. So let's, let's say that that makes sense. And in the hot countries, you have a lot of diseases that are, can occur because of heat, malaria, yellow fever, uh, because it's conducive to have insects and all of that, which causes diseases, which can cause that. So I, that 6,000 to 1 point something million dollar ratio sounds practical to me. What they don't tell you is, well, it's not only deaths by heat that's going to get you. So because what he's saying is, hey, Wisconsin is going to get warmer, so there'll be less deaths. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I got it all reversed. I think what he says is that the cold caused more deaths than heat. And that is what I, when I was planning this, I, dis I wanted to dispute. But let's forget about the numbers. What he doesn't say is that the change in climate scenarios, right? Created, it creates the types of disruptions that people fast, in, in this manner fast, that people aren't use, used to. And like I mentioned yesterday about large gradients, bad things happened around large gradients. Large gradients mean big, humongous change, changes. If you have a hill that's this, this gradient, a low gradient, or a hill with a high gradient, and you're riding down a bike, which one do you want to ride down? This or that? This one has a high gradient, high risk of, of, a, of, a, of falls, of falls, of destruction. Same thing with if you have a big bend or a small bend. I mean, we can, in engineering, we learn it as we always try to avoid large gradients, except where we want large gradients, okay? Meaning when we want to destroy something, we want to affect large gradients. You want to have a large gradient when you're smashing a piece of concrete and you want it to be blasted off. But you don't want a large gradient when you want the building to stay standing. Simple engineering principles, okay? Now, this climate change is a large gradient. 
ice falling into the water, raising sea levels. All these things are large gradients. Let's see. As to gradients, it is said that nature abhors a vacuum. Well, you know, our Earth is in a vacuum. And gravity is what holds air to us, not making it a vacuum for us. I mean, it, it, you have to think about levels of indirection, brother. Okay? Our Earth exists in a vacuum space, you know? So, but anyway, that's another. I was just trying to see. That's another story. But anyhow, so that we have senators that will say these things and not understand, first of all, how it sounds to the other 49 states, some of which will have damaging effects from, uh, from uh, the change in climate, but worse for what's occurring for the islands that when the water levels raise, they will disappear. Yet we have a country who doesn't want to take in other people. So. You take a look at it, and, and the, the countries that are throwing the carbon into the air, throwing the methane into the air, those countries, right? The ones that, are, that cause global warming. Now some of them say, oh, well, we'll benefit from the warmer weather. We'll have a longer growing season, etc." But the people that didn't do anything at all, burn up in, in, on the equator, in Panama, Colombia, Ecuador, the temperature changes there. In Baru, in Panama, you can where it used to be good temperature is going to change. And we can go to all the countries that are within the uh, the uh, the parallel, the Capricorn and what is it? The uh, the the latitude of Capricorn and what's the other one? Capricorn or that's in that window. All of them going to suffer. What is it called again? The something of Capricorn and the something of the... There are two latitudes that we have to, you know, talk about. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Somebody's going to put it in the screen and tell me, oh, MCP, MCP gas today. Oh, I don't know what that means. Tropic, right. The, uh, the, the tropics. Exactly, exactly, exactly. All right. Uh, let's continue here with... Uh, let me go to the, to, the, to the chat. Then I'll get back to the second thing that I want to show. All right. Eric is showing, uh, let's, I think I need to, whoa, you guys have a lot of messages in here. What you guys trying to do, kill me? All right, Michael Rennie says to Eric Hayes, as it comes to DeSantis military service, while he was a JAG lawyer at Gitmo, he talked to the detainees, get them to trust him, to tell him what they feared the most. Then DeSantis told the interrogators, then laughed when the suffering began. Ron DeSantis is a monster. I think he's a psychopath. Absolutely so. Uh, Disney lost $123 billion in value, pushing wokeness. No, they did not. They, they're, they're, well, again, uh, why, wh anybody, I, I tell you what, I am not going to address you anymore, anyone who brings up it in the form of wokeness, because I'll assume that you're not thinking. So if you, if you have woke in the sentence in a manner that tries to say somebody's woke is causing something, it immediately tells me you're not a thinker, so I'm not going to... I, I will expect you to listen to and learn from the rest in the posse because it tells me that you're not listening or you're not learning. And we are all learning together. I am as well here, okay? All right. Uh, let's see. Eric is showing is in humanity, according to Bridge. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Breitbart, I'll, I'll read that article later. Uh, Michael has so many interruptions. No decorum for guests. Exactly right. Biden plans to pay off the weapons maker and distributors and distributes fossil fuels thugs wonderful plan joe sure they're all 
kind of stuff. You know, well, he's bribing all these companies to hang in there. Don't let the people, don't let the plutocracy beat up on me too bad. So I'll give you a few things. I'll pollute a little bit more. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, hum, MCP not reading right. Disney lost $2.2 billion in free cash flow in a quarter that is real cash, not your fallacy of sovereign debt. I don't think you understand what you said at all. I think you should reread what you wrote. It'll show that you, well, they lost some stocks. They are, they are back. Stop reading extreme sites. Thank you, Breach, for bring, trying to bring him into the fold. Even though it's not going to happen now, at least other people will read your statement and understand that what he's putting up there so far, until it's not bunk, so far it is bunk. All right, uh, let's see. Eric Hayes, let's go to Bridge. Uh, to Michael says, Bridge, Eric, I know where the 123 billion is cited as if Netflix loss is Disney's loss and they didn't read the article well. CNBC, media 2022 was tough for media stocks Let like Netflix and Disney and 2023 doesn't look good either. And you know, that's what they don't see. You know, they want to kind of mix this stuff from the parks into what's occurring into the streaming industry, right? Lee Grant, thanks for telling me about Tropics. Um, Alistair Water says, Tropic of Capricorn, and there's an Antropic of Cancer. In between those latitudes, I can imagine what's going to happen to the temperatures. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you, guys. Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of Cancer. All right, uh, we have Michael Rudnan says, Egberto, Eric doesn't want to hear a fact check about a lie he posted in the chat. He never does because he needs to confirm his bias. Crocock says, global warming, but he's still our brother. We still love him. Eventually, he'll change. Uh, Crocock's global warming causes glaciers to melt, releasing methane gas, which speeds up global warming. Climate change affects all countries, some worse than others. And the thing about it is uh, it's orders of magnitude worse than CO2. You know, and the thing about it is at least plants drink CO2. The methane does not. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, Michael says, thank you. Now let's see if Eric accepts the fact check. No, he won't. Uh, U.S. will send nuclear arms subs to South Korea for the first time in 40 years. I read that. I heard that today in the interview. And let's see. British MCP say, Berta, how I feel about extreme right wingers for screen. Oh, I'm scared to put it up, but I'm going to put... Oh, I love him. Let's see. It, I'll read it for the for the people that are going to be getting this on podcast. It's a Bill Murray sitting down with his, with his chin in his palm. And he says, oh, and his uh, elbow on the table. It's hard to win an argument with a smart person, but it's damn near impossible to win an argument with a stupid person. Oh, God. Breach! Bridge, be nice. Be nice. All right. Bruce Pollard said, and they took a tax credit, I expect. Of course. All right. Michael Rennes said, Gilberto, the last part is the most important segment which you skip. Major tech stocks have lost at least half of their value. Streaming giant Netflix stock has dropped more than 50%, which with its market cap cut in half to roughly $123 billion. You see why it's important to read? And do you see why I listen to some in here because of the work they do? Michael Ruddins, I think, simply scored you on that one, as he usually does, my dear Eric. But it's okay. You've scored me on a couple, Eric. So what can I say? 
but I admitted you have yet to admit. And mine has never been anything outlandish, of course. You know, come on, let's let's get with the program. All right, let's see. Uh, Maywood says, wait, is Eric trying to equate a loss on their streaming service to a major loss of the entire Disney empire? That's what Michael Rudnan proved that he was attempting to do. It's called conflation to misinform. Conflation to misinform. And that's all the, 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 the Republican Party and conservatives have to attempt to make their values seem plausible. That's the only option there to make the values seem plausible. Because the numbers otherwise don't add up. All right. Paul Fleming, I don't think I saluted you, Paul. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Uh, let's see. E2247 says, what did 45, Obama, Bush 2, Clinton, Bush 1, Papi, Reagan, Ford, Nixon do about our dire state of affairs? Humanity's low consciousness mixed with nuclear weapons and escalating climate chaos. chaos. All right. No conflating in Biden. <laughs> Oh, I, I think Eric. Okay, Eric, that's good. Let's go to the next video. Uh, let's go to the next. Actually, it's, a, it, it's another tweet that really tickled my fancy today. And it has to do with the evidence that has come out that Ted Cruz was an integral part of the attempted coup on the United States. And I think they may be investigating all of this because these tapes all went to the... Uh, to the um, special counsel. So let's take a look at what it had to say here. Listen to listen to this treasonous person speak. I think that the country deserves to have a, a credible assessment of these claims and what the evidence shows. And the mechanism to try to force that is denying certification on the 6th. So do you, do you understand that? That segment proves Ted Cruz and his minions intended to hold the country hostage. They were going to force, imagine all the states had already certified elections. All the judges, over 60, 60 judges have already said there is no evidence of any, any, any type of voter fraud, any kind of fraud. That makes any difference in this election. And by the way, all the fraud that has been discovered thus far was fraud by Republicans attempted to double vote, triple vote for Trump. That's the only fraud that's been found. In fact, Dan Patrick had to pay Fetterman, uh, I think it was a million dollars, because Fetterman proved that Dan Patrick, who offered 25 million, I think it was to find anybody who found fraud in the election. He couldn't find any fraud. But Fetterman, the former attorney general of, uh, 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 lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, did find fraud. So the Texas, uh, the Texas lieutenant governor had to pay the Pennsylvania lieutenant governor, who is now Senator Fetterman, a million dollars. It wasn't Fetterman that he paid the million dollars. He paid the million dollars to another guy who actually found the others who actually lied. Think about it. Think about it. And these guys are still pushing this lie. And you know, what's hurtful is for those who are gullible to accept it. I feel for them because they're looking for something they can't believe that they lost. 
they can't believe that most of most of the American people are simply not gullible or good and did the right thing. They can't believe it. They can't believe it. And that is why Ted Cruz and these other guys intended on stealing the election after Biden won. And they, they're, they're, the tapes are all there now. Uh, you know, there's another tape that I don't have here, but even Cruz was trying to put some constitute. He said, in effect, he said, we need to steal the election in a constitutional manner. There's another tape. I can't find it, but he didn't say steal, of course. It's amazing. It's amazing. I want you to think about uh, about what these guys stand for. You know, Ted Cruz has it coming. And I hope our people are ready to take him out of office. I think we will be. I think we will be. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. It was glorious watching Lieutenant pay up. Eric Hayes says, I don't think you do either. Bad sites won't listen or read. You're seriously becoming extreme. I don't know who you mean it becoming. Oh, yeah. Eric. Eric. Um, I, I, I have hope still for I mean, if he's here, I have hope for him. Uh, Deb Denny says, makes one wonder what Trump has on people that they continue to support him. It's not. I think it's that it's that there are enough gullible people in America who is their vote depends on gullibility and they have the gullible vote. So that's what they get. Paul Fleming says, is your job to post your findings? There you go. Eric Hayes says, guess the laptop was a lie by the 51st that uh, Carl Cox says, Cruz knows Trump lost. He wants to overthrow democracy. Yeah, he did know Trump lost, Carl Cox. He did know that. All right. uh, It is time now for our last video. And this one has to do with Tucker Carlson. Let's listen to good old Tucker and then take it on the other side. Everybody knows that Tucker Carlson got released from Fox News. And you know what? One would think that, oh, maybe there's a little bit of shame there or whatever. But that's not what we got out of Tucker Carlson's fiasco. The reality is that, guess what? Tucker Carlson got a job offer. Where from? Where from? It says here, right here on the news. Tucker Carl from the Independent UK. Tucker Carlson receives a new job offer from Russian state TV after Fox News firing. And it goes as follows. It didn't take long for Tucker Carlson to land a job offer after losing his primetime slot on the most watched cable news network in this country. Within hours after Fox News announced that the network agreed to part ways, with the far-right nationalist pundit, uh, rather, the far-right nationalist pundit morning, Russian state TV personalized and propaganda outlet opened their doors, it said. RT, the Russian state broadcaster formerly known as Russia Today, which is banned in dozens of countries, including across Europe, offered him a platform. Hey, at Tucker Carlson, you can always question more with at RT underscore com. The outlet wrote on Twitter, Vladimir Soloyov, uh, a propagandist whose channel were, were blocked, channels were blocked by YouTube last year for violating the platform's policies against inciting violence, said he sent an email to Carlson calling him the last remaining voice of reason. Anybody who calls Tucker Carlson the last remaining voice of reason has got something that, well, 
Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, uh, listen, listen to this because it didn't only stop with these guys who gave him an offer. It actually made international news were a not a prime minister, but a, 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 a very important officer in the Russian federate in the Russian uh, government actually commented on Tucker Carlson. He actually commented. Listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, commenting on Tucker Carlson's ouster from Fox News. Take a look. Perhaps it would be useful to consider how things are with freedom of speech in the United States. I've heard that Tucker Carlson has left Fox News. It's a curious news. What is this related to? One can only guess, but clearly... The wealth of views in uh, the American information space has suffered as a result. I mean, Richard, wow. it, it is extraordinary. It really is. I mean, you have Russian television offering him a job as soon as he's fired. Now you have the Russian foreign minister uh, talking about this situation. And, you know, we could laugh and and, and roll our eyes about oh, I it. I don't think it's but this funny. But is, this isn't a laughing matter. There are journalists here that uh, are not journalists. There are people who put themselves out as journalists who have newsletters who you read the newsletters. They are literally, literally picking up Russian propaganda that spread from the Kremlin and publishing it for American audiences and finding receptive audiences on the far right and the far left. Basically, anybody who hates Joe Biden are, 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 are just lapping all of this Russian propaganda. Well, they're holding up. a Wall Street Journal reporter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, true, it's going on. Uh, the good news is that at the moment, they're still at the margins. Uh, Russia's not winning the, the, the war either on the battlefield, much less in, in, in throughout Europe or, or, or in the uh, United States. My question to you again is, rem imagine if this had anything to do with a Democrat uh, that happened to be, uh, uh, what is it, palling around with the Russians? Imagine that. What would they say if one of the stars went to RTTV, um, I think it would be problematic. So you have to ask your question. Well, you don't have to ask questions at all. We know exactly what the Republican Party stands for, and it is everything that Tucker Carlson stands for. And as Americans find that out, hopefully they will act and vote accordingly. We, all right. It's not, look, transgender lawmakers censored by Montana Republicans. You know, uh, if you don't think we are getting into a autocratic state, I don't know what other evidence you need to find out now, because there are a lot of transgenders. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. There are not a lot of transgenders, but somehow that has become an issue. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Michael Ronan said the thing about Tucker Carlson, he's not a Russian propagandist agent, but his message thus far is so destabilizing to the U.S. that he's indistinguishable from a Russian propagandist. Bridge MCP or RT uh, going to pay it in rubles or youngsters or what? 
I want to see the real contract before clutch my pearls on Tucker Carlson. On Tucker Carlson. Why did you make me say that, E2247? Why did you make me say that, E2247? All right. Uh, Bruce says, some reasons are able, some are nonsense. Lee Grant says, Matt Taibbi has it. Go and take it. All right. Uh, let's see. La Matt Taibbi has it. Let's go. Oh, Lee Grant says that, as I think. All right. Anyhow, folks, um, what else should we talk? We're, we're pretty much done with the prepared portion, the things that I looked up and said we were going to talk about. I'd love to hear a lot more about what you think. I'm going to have the phones working here as well. All come in back as well. And, um, you know, not to be overused or anything like that. But, um, you know, we're going to get it done. It's, let's see. Paul Fleming says it's a white thing with Russia. We wouldn't understand. I don't know. And uh, let's see, Peggy Lopez says, what do you mean getting into an autocratic state? Seems to me we have been there for years now, since the Supremes called corporations persons. Oh, why did you remind me about that? You know, I worked, I worked on the 28th Amendment with Move to Amend and David Cobb and, and, and quite a few others. Uh, 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 Caitlin, uh, Caitlin uh, I can't remember her last name. We worked hard. We got all these Congress people to support the 28th Amendment to say that money is not speech and that corporations are not people. We're still working on it. Well, they're still working on it. I'm no longer with the group. I was on the board. And I thought, you know, I think five years was probably good enough with one group. Uh, let's see. Brice says, Egberto, I would like to say the right people here are becoming more extreme as time goes on. Maybe because they are being called out in the news. Either way, it's making me sick. Uh, I, when I send you your stuff, I think I need to send it with some Tums then. I'll send you some Tums. I'll send you some anesthesia as well for your stomach. Okay? But we need you here. And we need you engaging. Because it's important. You're not doing this just for the Mike CSACs that are here sometimes spread in hate, but you're doing it for America. And I know that may sound presumptuous, but some of the emails I get tells me we got to keep doing what we're doing. You need me to send wine too? I don't like sending. Is it legal to send wine to somebody? I think it is, right? Anyhow, I hear you, girl. I don't know if I'm going to send the wine though, because it may break. The bottle may break. I don't know. Anyhow. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I wonder when was corporate personhood fallacy insanity made into law by the Supreme Court? That was the, uh, what was the, that's not the McCutcheon case. That was the um, Citizens United. That was with Hillary. No, no, no. That was money's not speech. The Citizens United was money's not speech. Uh, personhood was the Vallejo, uh, the, the I, I can't remember the case, but it, uh, it's on my website. It was a Pacific Railroad something, something that made corporations uh, people, I believe. You can look it up. I bought, I bought rum over the internet five times and the bottles were broken twice. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. I hear you. I hear you, man. Uh, let's see. Carl Cox says, I would call a conservative a, however, that would be insulting to a, come on, Carl. We're nice here. Uh, wine can be shipped. Thank you for that, Alistair. 
Uh, you know what's the interesting thing, though? I really don't drink. Lee Grant says, wokeness has... Oh, Lord. Well, because you put it in that context, I'll read it. Wokeness has several definitions. Yep. But let me tell you what the definition is. To be aware socially, racially, and all that comes in between. All right? That just means you're awake. You can't be fooled. You understand what's happening. And Breach says she's joking. Breach, when you, you got to know that when you say things, I don't look at it as you're joking. Right? All right? So you're going to have to say specifically you're joking. You will have to say specifically you're joking. Now, I want the phone. Now, now that I am done with the program and I don't have anything else and I'm waiting for something from you guys, now is where the phone comes in very, very importantly. All right. So Brennan Center says, Wheeling Steel Corporation in 1949, Justice William O. Douglas and Justice Ugo Black noted that the corporate personhood issue was not such an open and shut case. Santa Clara, that's it, in Santa Clara, there was a, uh, no history, logic, or reason given to support that view. The purpose of the 14th Amendment was to, was to protect human rights, primarily rights of a race which had just won its freedom. Justice Douglas and Black thought the question of corporate personhood should be decided by the people, not the Supreme Court, but they could not convince their fellow justices. It was Santa Clara something. I remember that. I, all of that's on my website, but the old age, I'm forgetting some of this stuff. Uh, Alistair Waters says, I'll take the wine then. Okay, Alistair. And Egberto, what I posted isn't bad at all. Just stating the fact, the truth. I didn't say it wasn't truthful. I just said I wasn't saying it. I didn't say you weren't telling the truth, brother. Uh, let's see. I believe Mastodon has prop, uh, probably picked up more of science community than other alternatives, but it's still much, much smaller than Twitter. I That's the reason I stayed on Twitter. And let me uh, tell you guys, uh, Twitter has a new feature. Uh, that, you know, again, you can also, if you pay the $8 now, you can actually write long tweets and, and, and put your message out. I have to confess, I paid the $8. And the reason I paid the $8 wasn't for the Blue Star, was that now I can have long tweets and long messages. And people say, well, look, Twitter is dying. Let me tell you what they're doing with Twitter. Let me tell you what they, they're doing with Twitter. Twitter is going to be sold again, in my humble opinion. Uh, he's going to try to, uh, to do something, monetize it, and probably sell it to get it off his hands. And as a small uh, media company, like many others, uh, some of us feel if we get out of line, when I say out of line, I mean... If we get out and then say later on we're going to come back, it may put us at a disadvantage. So I decided, I, after doing a whole lot of thinking, I said, you know what? Uh, you know, for the better good of what we do, I would go ahead and do it. Because it was funny. Uh, I didn't know that they were changing things up until I lost my blue star. <laughs> and I said, to, to which I said immediately, who cares? Cheers. Anyhow, uh, it's it's about four minutes still. I think it's time to do my quick ask here. I want to ask everybody who, whoa, I lost my mic. Anybody who is on YouTube right now, please consider clicking the join button and become a part of our YouTube PDR Posse family. If you are not on YouTube, please consider going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Again, that is politicsdoneright.com 
slash support. And I will be putting that link into the stream as soon as I can find it. Uh, politicsandright.com slash support. Soporte, donde estás? Uh, please find whichever method in that link to support us however you can. Uh, Tom C. says, back in the 60s, the Supremes were great, a great Motown group starring Diana Ross. Today, the Supremes are a terrible lowdown group starring Thomas, Alito, and Robert. Stop in the name of liberty. There you go again, the, the author. Don't forget to throw that stuff on my website. And we want to make sure that you know that, that uh, brother Tom is the author of three books. And he's going to write a, a blog up to put it on our site, as well as Please, folks, um, you know, we want to encourage more participation, more interviews from you guys. Anybody who wants to uh, to do a Zoom talk with me to throw it up on the screen. I've done Carl Cox before. Other people need to be in line to do, uh, to take to, to come on and, and say your piece. I'd love to have you because, again, the posse is you. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I also know that Bruce has some ideas that he's going to put forth uh, more often uh, to kind of build a different model. This posse model we like, where we interact from all parts and we can enhance this, make it better, create a real family here. Of our right-wingers or left-wingers or in-betweens and everybody else. So join the posse. Go to, uh, if you're on YouTube, click join. And if you are on, uh, otherwise, go to politicsandright.com slash support. And please support the show. Uh, Bruce is very smart. Yes, he is very, very smart. We love Bruce. So he's going to help us out here as well. Uh, Carl Cox says, Carl Cox would like to do it again. Have a lot to say. How about it, Egberto? We'll give some more people opportunities, uh, Carl. And you'll be back on as well, sir. Okay? So uh, I love all of you. I, I, I think we interviewed Bridge too. But yeah, Bridge gave us a great interview. When I remember that, Bridge gave us a beautiful interview. Uh, we need to get Tom to come and talk about the books. We need to get Eric to talk as well and a good interview. It's going to be fun. And I, again, it's going to be civil and nice. That's what we do here. But anyway, we got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.